to the Bearing Fruit Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. You have no idea how many times I have just tried to film this intro. It is beyond me. The amount of times I have had to record just me saying, hey guys, like, I just can't speak. I just can't speak today. Um, it's so, I find intros so awkward as well. Like, how do you start an episode and try and get it, you know, um, to feel engaging and then segue perfectly into the episode topic. Like, I can't do that. It is just, uh, it's quite awkward actually for me. So, yeah, this is what we're dealing with. Um, I hope you've had a great start to your week and a great Monday. Um, thank you for spending the next portion of your time listening to me speak because I mean I wouldn't do that if I had a choice to but you clearly are listening to me speak right now so thank you um and thank you for you know just wanting to tune in and listen to me um speak the truth the word of God as best as I can so let's get into today's episode which I feel and I feel like I say this in every episode or maybe I don't, I don't know, um, but I feel like today's going to be, today's topic is going to be quite a convicting one for both you and myself, and that is idolatry, oh, idolatry, how do you say that word, idolatry, or, it's not adultery, it's idolatry, <laughs> okay, that's beside the point, today's topic is what are you idolizing, now, when we think of idols, what is that first image that pops into your head? right i'm i'm not talking about a golden calf or a statue of a snake in your living room that's yeah they are all idols but if we as christians worship only jesus then what is an idol to us for us believers what do we perceive as an idol well Idolizing simply means when something or someone becomes greater or more significant to us than God himself. Um, in the book called uh, Counterfeit Gods, uh, Tim Keller, the author, he plainly just states that an idol is anything more important to you than God and anything that absorbs your heart and mind more than God, as well as anything that you seek um, to give you what only God can give you, right? Now, for us, it could just mean um, basically anything and everything. So it could be uh, our significant others. Um, we can idolize money. We can idolize uh, food. We can idolize materialistic things. We can idolize friends, celebrities, uh, jobs, technology. It could be absolutely anything. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that these things are bad things, but they can be turned into idols when we make them the ultimate thing in our lives, right? If we place the value of that particular thing or that specific person above the value of God, we make them our idols. And also in a book written by Jeannie Allen called Get Out of Your Head, which uh, can I say is an incredible read, uh, she paraphrases a um, scripture verse from Philippians chapter 3, which is basically Paul talking about those who choose anything else but God and makes them their God, right? Um, I'm going to just read you the small um, passage that she has written in the book. It reads, Paul casts this vision for us in Philippians chapter 3. There are many out there taking other parts, 
choosing other goals and trying to get you to go along with them. They hate Christ's cross. They make their bellies their gods. All they can think of is their appetites. But there's far more to life for us. We're citizens of high heaven. We're waiting the arrival of the Saviour, the Master, Jesus Christ, who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own. He'll make us beautiful and whole with the same powerful skill by which he's putting everything as it should be under and around him. And that that passage, when I read that, that really convicted me because it really shows how something so simple and so innocent like food, like food, can turn into an idol when we only just think of our appetites and our bellies. Like something so harmless can be turned into an idol. And of course, God gave us all of these things. You know, he gave us money, he gave us food, he gave us people to love, he gave us um, cars and jobs to sustain us. And there's nothing wrong with any of these things. But if we value all of these things above our God, it's an idol, friends. And it's just like that um, Bible verse where, you know, money is not wrong, but the love of money is evil. You know, money itself is not evil, but the love of money is evil. And that goes for anything else. If we are constantly thinking about our appetites and our bellies and and what food, and if we worship that and that comes in between you and your relationship with God, it is an idol. And I did not know that until I stumbled upon that passage from the, um, the paragraph from the book. And it blew my mind because that is 100% true. I valued food more than I did God. And it can be so silly to think of it like that. But honestly, just ask those questions, you know. What is it that comes between you and your creator? Whatever it is, that is idolatry. It may look different for each of us, but there is always something that will... um, Break that bond between you and Jesus, that relationship. And if there is something you value more than you value God, if you are constantly thinking about someone or something more than you are about God, more than you are about focusing on your relationship with Him, that is an idol. And what does the Bible say about idols? Well, I just want to let you know it is nothing good. It is not good. (laughs) Of course, there's the um, commandments where God gave God himself sets that precedent earlier on through um, Moses. And if we look at Exodus chapter 20, verses 3, the second commandment literally itself is God making it so clear that you shall have no other gods before me. Right? And throughout the Old Testament, you see people being punished for worshipping golden stu- uh, golden statues of calves and snakes and and all sorts of animals. And You know, I want to preface that this was when God's anger uh, was immediate and deadly before Jesus came to save us. So back then it was, if you worshipped another God, you were demolished, basically. Um, But that's not to say that we will not be accounted for our sins. You see, even when we uh, read in the New Testament in Colossians chapter 3 verse 5, it says... Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, 
sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. And it doesn't have to be all of that which was stated in the Bible. It can literally, like I said, mean anything. For me, earlier on, it was friends and friendships. I valued that more than I did anything else. Apart from family, I valued friendships. And in the hierarchy of what, um, you know, what I valued, friends came before God. Family came before God. But mainly friends. And uh, that was very eye-opening to me because I needed to step back from friendships and from friends for a second to evaluate what it was that was playing a bigger role in my life. What was it that obstructed me from finding God, from finding that perfect relationship, from seeking Him? And that was friends for me. That was friendships. And it was uh, almost upsetting to realize that that was what was stopping me. And I had to, yeah, take a step back and realize, no, I, I value God before my friends and I need to act that way. And, you know, Satan will do, the enemy will do anything to constantly try and use idols as catalysts to weaken and separate our relationship with the Lord. And in today's world, it is so much more dangerous to fall into that sin because that's all we see people do. That's all we see people do. It could be um, money is such a evil thing now. It's become almost like a game to people and food and relationships and all these materialistic things, of course, God gave us all of these things to live, to enjoy, to find joy in all of that. But is that separating what you and God have? Is that coming in between your relationship with him? Let's evaluate our lives for a second. What is it that you value and love so much that it comes between your relationship with God. If you're struggling to kind of find what that may be, well, let me ask you these questions. Where do you get your joy? What brings you the most happiness? Where do you spend your time and your money? What is it that, you know, is it something particular that always tempts you to whip out your golden card out of the wallet? And what is it that's always on your mind? Who or what occupies that brain capacity? And like Jeannie said in in her book, something so simple as food can become our idols. We can worship that. We can can basically worship our... Oh, there's the birds again. (laughs) Uh, We can basically worship something so innocent and make our bellies our gods right? Something so simple as that. And like I said, of course, God wants us to enjoy the pleasures of this world, but are those pleasures creating a barrier between you and God? Remember, nothing on this earth was designed to satisfy our hearts. And they were never, they never will. They never will satisfy your heart the way the Lord does. Only God can do so. And The sinful desires only deceive us. 
You know, the enemy lies and tells us, oh, you can't survive without this. Oh, this is more important to you. You know, these sinful desires ultimately can only lead us to eternal death, right? The good things in this world are meant to be enjoyed with a thankful heart. But when that gift replaces the gift giver, that is idolatry. And sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but nothing on this earth, no idol on this earth can satisfy and infuse our lives with meaning or worth or give us eternal hope like the way Jesus does. We are designed to glorify and worship him only. And why wouldn't you? Look around you. Where do you think all of this came from? It did not fall from the sky, I'm telling you that much. <laughs> he alone is worthy of our worship. God has placed eternity in our hearts. See, the Bible says in Ecclesiastic chapter 3, verses 11, it reads, He has made everything beautiful in his time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. And a relationship with Jesus is the only way we can truly fulfill this longing for eternal life. All of our idols will just leave us barren and empty and unsatisfied on the road that most people take. You know, a road that leads to destruction. So let's make sure we are conscious of what we place a high value in our hearts. Take this moment to self-evaluate and ask Jesus to forgive us if there is, you know, something that has been a roadblock between him and you. I just want to read you a um, passage from the Jesus Calling devotional and it reads, Worship me only. Whatever occupies your mind the most becomes your God. Worries, if indulged, develop into idols. Anxiety gains a life of its own, infesting your mind. Break free from this bondage by affirming your trust in me and refreshing yourself in my presence. What goes on in your mind is invisible and undetectable to other people, but I read your thoughts continually, searching for evidence to trust in me. I rejoice when your mind turns towards me. Guard your thoughts diligently. Good thought choices will keep you close to me. Like it says in this devotional, anxieties can become our idols. If that is all that is occupying our mind, something so harmful that we probably try and break free of can become our idols. Something that occupies so much brain capacity is something that we value more than we value God. And living in 2021, living in in um, this generation, I feel like there are idols left, right and centre, absolutely everywhere. And it kind of makes me, um, I don't know, distressed and uh, almost gross, like disgusted in a way. Like people look to everything but to God and I don't know where they think all of these things come from. But to, that's that's one thing. And then to make those specific things or make those specific people their idols, I feel like is even worse because I don't know what um, 
enjoyment or what fulfillment they gain from those specific things but they obviously haven't experienced uh, the love and um, the greatness of God and we as believers, we as Christians, we as followers of Jesus, we need to uh, block out those idols and leave that road empty for just you and Jesus. Have nothing else, you know, come between that. And that is something I have learnt now. Um, and I will make sure, I think it's so um, uh, significant for me and it's like, almost an alarm that goes off in my head when I start to value things before the Lord. And yeah, like I said, it can be something as innocent as food. Um, it can be something as uh, wonderful as friends, um, as family, as our jobs, as our career parts, whatever, money. All of these things are good on its own. But if we have the love of X, Y, and Z, and then that is what is your... Uh, obstacle between you and the Lord, that's an idol. And I want you to just evaluate your life for a second. Is there something or someone that is an obstacle for you? Is there something that you value more than you value Jesus? What do you basically occupy your mind of most of the time? And it can be work. It can be the stresses of work, the anxieties of, you know, uni or um, relationships or whatever. We as Christians need to be cautious and on guard and, and alert when things like these uh, are finding, um, making a comfortable home in our minds. You know, we need to be almost um, on our feet always and always, you know, evaluating ourselves to almost just think, what is it that's filling my heart that's filling my cup, like I spoke in my uh, couple episodes back, what is it that's occupying so much of my uh, love and, and mind and soul and just any of this, any of what I'm uh, feasting on, does any of that bring me eternal life? And that is the number one question. You need to be aware that you are not bringing anything or anyone um, before the Lord. So um, if there is something that you have now felt like has um, maybe occupied your mind and you were completely blindsided of that prior to listening to this video or prior to feeling convicted, let's just ask God for mercy. Let's ask him to forgive us um, that we either unknowingly or knowingly um, placed idols in our lives and placed those roadblocks in our lives um, that uh, basically made it harder for us to reach to Jesus. Let's just um, close this episode in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you that you are almighty and powerful. Thank you for loving us as sinners who forget to always put you first. Lord, we look to you with a pleading heart that you will forgive us all who worship and place importance to anything else but you. Forgive us, Lord, and I pray that you will convict us when we show value to something or someone other than you, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord. We ask this in your precious name. Amen.
Well, that's it from me, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope today's episode maybe helped you, um, opened your eyes to something you did not realize. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for sticking by me, for um, still listening to me talk. <laughs> um, and as always, make sure you are following the Instagram Bearing Fruit page um, and as well as obviously this uh, podcast on whatever streaming service you're listening to this currently. Um, but as always, I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye.